turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. A pleasant Friday to you. Congratulations on making it to your weekend. Almost there. We're just an afternoon away. I'm Bruce Hooley. Glad to have you along. We will talk about expectations today. The burden of expectations and what expectations entail and are expectations good and do people rise to the level of expectations. Henry Ford, one of the most transformative people in the history of our country, once said, if you think you can do a thing or think you can't, you're right. That speaks to the power of positive thinking or the uh, debilitating effort of negative thinking. Expectations are the common thread that knits together three stories, at least three, that we want to talk about today, starting with the nearly $6 million settlement that the city of Columbus has agreed to with people who were injured during the riots in May of 2012, the summer of uh, Chaz Chop in Seattle, the summer of uh, peaceful, well, I should say, the summer of fiery and violent yet peaceful protests, according to the left, and uh, the Jesse Smollett case yesterday. Yes, if you missed it, last night around... 7 o'clock, the verdict was announced in the Jesse Smollett case in Chicago. The fake hate crime was indeed staged by Jesse Smollett. This is how it works in our country. You can say that something is staged after a jury of 12 people determined that Jesse Smollett was lying. But that's not the end of it. No, no, no. Jesse Smollett, who expected to be found not guilty, now, according to his attorney, is 100% confident this case will be won on appeal. Wow, that's positive thinking. But in this case, I don't think it's going to bear out. Now, I do think positive thinking will have a decided impact on the behavior of people in our city who believe that Drastic changes need to take place in our culture, in our community, and with Columbus Police. The city yesterday agreed to a $5.75 million settlement with the plaintiffs in the case of Alsada versus the city of Columbus. Now, this traces to the riots in May right after the George Floyd verdict in Minneapolis. Now, did George Floyd have relatives in Columbus? 
Not that I know of. But the people here, after thinking it over for three or four days, <laughs> watching riots around the country, got all riled up and decided that, well, they have to riot too. And so they did. And they marched, and they protested, and they threw rocks, and they didn't obey orders by police to disperse. And police have a certain way of reacting to that kind of a situation. They do not want anarchy to rule in the streets, and so they have disbursement techniques that they engage in. They can use pepper spray. They can use a line of cops in riot gear with batons. They can use rubber bullets, and they use some and all of that in an effort to gain control of the city streets because, you know, as much as there are people who are upset by what happened to George Floyd, there are other people who think that George Floyd kind of courted the intrusion of police on his life with his repeated drug abuse and his repeated criminal record, and they can't identify with that situation because they've never put a police officer in the position where he needed to kneel on their neck to restrain them. And so those people who live peaceably downtown in Columbus must be protected. They're not out and about. They're not marching on High Street. They're not throwing rocks. They're not throwing cans of soup disguised as donations to the food pantry. They would like to be kept safe, too, and the police have an obligation to keep them safe. So, of course, there is a right to protest peacefully, and there is a right for citizens to expect to be kept safe by Columbus police. And it is into that ticklish middle ground where Columbus police had to be dropped, and they have angry people whose very recognition of cops on the street reminds them of the cops in Minneapolis and Derek Chauvin, who was found guilty of multiple degrees of murder in the case of George Floyd, and just seeing a cop makes them more angry. And then you have people who are out on a apparently innocent afternoon for a little stroll, through the park, and uh-oh, what did we happen upon here? So I think there's an, a, a, a lack of appreciation for the difficulty that the cops are in. And in this age, we have cell phone video of everything, and we also have, and I know there'll be people who will say, oh, you're conspiratorial, but you know, we also have people who think, hey, let's go out and get out our camera phone, and let's film everything, and maybe... We'll catch a police officer who does something that on video looks really, really bad and, in fact, may be bad, and we'll be able to sue the city and get money out of them. That is their expectation. And the city yesterday rewarded that expectation, $5.75 million to the plaintiffs in the case. Now, they don't know how much money each plaintiff is going to get because, of course, they're going to go through the medical records and the videos, and they're going to determine who had a broken bone and who had an owie and who had a scab and who had a scratch. And so I presume that the amount of money that these aggrieved rioters receive will be determined by somebody, okay? But what does the dispensation of this case do to expectations for the future? Because, after all, we would like to exist in a future where we don't have riots in the city of Columbus, where we don't have to worry about going out for a walk on a peaceful summer afternoon and happening upon a situation that, because of our skin color or because of what we're wearing at the time or because of who knows what, just because we're a convenient target, we could be endangered by people who are clearly upset about something that's happened, not here, but somewhere else. 
I think what this settlement does is make the city an easy mark for future riots. I don't think this does anything to discourage people from rioting in the future. In fact, I think it encourages people to riot in the future. And you know what? The riots in the future, in my opinion, will be worse because, as they have done at every turn in the last, I can't even remember how long. I would hazard to say how long because I'm not as dialed in to how law enforcement officers in our city think. But I know it's been a pretty pronounced period of time that Mayor Andrew Ginther and Columbus City Council have sent the unmistakable message that it's, if it comes down to a choice between supporting police officers or supporting the allegations of the public, Andrew Ginther, City Law Director Zach Klein, City Council President Shannon Harden, and the rest of the all Democrats on that council and the entirety of the Civilian Police Oversight Review Board will side with the public every single time. Every single time. Which brings us back to expectations. What then are the expectations of Columbus police when they venture out into the public? What is the motivation that they have for getting out of their cruiser and trying to keep you and me, peaceful citizens of the city, safe if and when we are threatened by people who may be looking to avenge some perceived wrong, may be looking to start a situation that leads to a confrontation that can then be preserved on video, which can be used to extort money from the city. My guess is those police officers are going to be a lot less eager to get out of their cruiser and engage in the kind of training that they have undertaken at the academy. And I cite as evidence of my opinion on that the fact that we are how many months from the mid-May shooting of Micaiah Bryant and we still do not have any statement from the city of Columbus, that the officer in that case is exonerated of any and all possible charges for disengaging his weapon in the manner he did to save lives in what was a very explosive situation. We still don't have it. So if officers watch that and they see him hung out to dry, and officers see how the city has targeted three officers in the riots of 2020 and violated the FOP contract with the city by doing everything they can through the Justice Department to force fellow officers to testify against existing officers and issuing trumped-up misdemeanor charges against three officers in the case. What do you think that does to police morale? What do you think that does to police expectations? Nothing good is the answer. If you'd like to weigh in, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We will talk more about why the city did what it did and how the city went about and shows its hand 
as completely unsupportive of Columbus police officers next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, how would you like to not have a mortgage payment in 2022? That'd be a good thing. Well, then you go to 989theanswer.com and fill out, and you can do it every day, a chance to win the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Uh, your mortgage payment up to, what did we figure out the other day? It was, Aaron, it's $15,000 max. So that's 1000 and then three, 1500 six, and that's um, about $1,200 a month mortgage payment. You'd be good. You'd be good. So fill that out, 989theanswer.com, Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And while you're there, uh, fill out a chance to win the book of the month. And the book of the month this month, I forget, Aaron, what is the book of the month this month at 989theanswer.com? Oh, you with these questions. Uh, let's see here. I'm going on the website right now. Let's see here. Going to uh, Answer Seekers, Contests and Sweepstakes. And then you see the book of the month there is Pandemia, How Coronavirus Hysteria Took Over Our Government, Rights, and Lives by Alex Berenson. Hold of that book. I, I love hearing Alex Berenson on uh, various radio shows. I love hearing, or except rather reading, his substack. Alex Berenson is up. And this, is, this is often happens. This often happens. Alex Berenson starts out as a lib, okay, as part of the liberal media. New York Times, all that other stuff. And then he still has in him, he's one of the rare ones like Glenn Greenwald. He still has, and Barry Weiss, he's one of the rare ones that has that unrelenting journalism gene that can't be crushed by the liberal overreach in media. And so he... In, in professional wrestling terms, he does a heel turn. That's what he does. He does a heel turn. He stands up for the good guys. He stands up for information. And he writes a book like Pandemia. And he talks about the vaccines and what the stats show. Not opinion guy, stat guy. So Alex Berenson, Pandemia, great book. Check it out and maybe win it at the Book of the Month Club at 989theanswer.com. Okay, we were talking about Columbus Police. City's paying $5.75 million dollars. And then they let go, like, all these settlements all the time, like the family of Andre Hill. What did they get, $10 million before the trial? That prejudices potential jurors, for sure. I'm not making a comment on whether or not Andre Hill's family deserves a settlement. I tend to think that they, uh, you know, have. I, I have said before, the Andre Hill family has been exceedingly, exceedingly patient in waiting for justice on that case, waiting for a rendering on that case. And for the city to do what the city of Minneapolis did, awarding a financial compensation to the family in advance of trial, I think inarguably damages the jury pool because if the city's going to pony up millions of dollars, then that carries with it a certain admission of guilt. Same thing with this $5.75 million settlement to people who were injured in the riots of 2020. Look, I do not want police being a Gestapo force that crushes the citizenry under its boot in violation of the citizenry's civil right to a peaceful protest. 
But it is a lie. When people tell you that they are protesting peacefully, when they are amid a riot where rocks are being thrown and store windows are being broken and things like that happen. Okay. I know you'll say, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So I'm peaceful. Okay. You look at your participation in the riot through your individual prism. The police officers do not and cannot and will not look at a riot that way. Police officers look at a riot as a mob activity, and they're not given the ability to view each person with the same kind of individual evaluation that you as that person bring to the situation. You're like, I'm not throwing rocks. I'm not breaking windows. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just standing out here yelling power to the people. Okay, fine. Maybe so. The police officer looks at that situation, and they've issued an order over the bullhorn, disperse, move back. You may not even hear the order. But if you don't disperse and move back, you are part of the problem. And you will be dealt with as if you were part of the problem. And so if you get pepper sprayed because you're in a group of other people who are misbehaving and breaking the law, then I don't think you deserve or should get any money. You know, this goes back to, I think, a lot of how people are brought up. If you're brought up in a home with discipline, and I'm not talking about being hit or being beaten. I'm talking about discipline, which is maintaining control, understanding situations and how you're branded, perceived, or labeled relative to the behavior of other people with whom you are associating or in that moment are in partnership with. If you are at a riot, and you are the most peaceful rioter there, you are in the eyes of police, nevertheless, a rioter. Nevertheless, you are a rioter. And they view you as a rioter. And they view you as part of the situation that they are charged with doing something about and taking care of. And if you stand in the way of cooperating with them, then you will, in my view, justifiably, be given the exact same consequences of those who do not comply. So I don't have any patience for these charges against Columbus police officers for pepper spraying people. Oh, they just walked up to me and pepper sprayed me. They ordered the crowd to disperse. They ordered the crowd to get back. You didn't get back. I didn't hear it. I was just walking to a friend's apartment. Okay, fine. Maybe so. Wrong place, wrong time. You shouldn't get paid for it. And those cops shouldn't be charged for it either.